What up? What's going on, brother? How are you doing? Oh man, I am. Uh, I'm happy to be back doing this shit. It feels like uh, been years since the last episode. Forever, right? It, it's crazy with giving just that week in between. How much of a span it feels like? Oh no, I mean, there's so much with the content and the fucking fights every weekend. It's in, it's, makes time go by. I feel like we're behind, but we never are. No, no. Uh, <laughs> the return of the bald men. This is throwing smoke, representing the the blue corner, across from civilized creatures, from married AF, Uncle Randy on the the throne. <laughs> on the throne, baby. <laughs> Just out of like yeah, out of Conan the Barbarian. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, and of course, me, Joe B from any podcast, Inner Circle, represent throwing smoke, baby. It's you had UFC 243, you had UFC uh, Tampa Bay, you had one FC's Grand Prix go down, so much. You got all kind of shit going on in bare knuckle, they're trying to make some noise, it's, uh, it's a busy time. It's kind of scary with bare knuckle, you want to start there? Yeah, we can start there. Start there right? It's yeah. crazy. It's good to see uh, some type of new organization come in. It's a little nerve-wracking where they're getting like the older, older guys to go there. Like, Agreed. Like you have, <laughs> they become veterans from Pride into UFC, and then they're like, all right, UFC, they're just not there anymore, so they step down to Bellator, and now Bellator's like, yeah, 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 your time's up, buddy, and now we're going to bare knuckle. Dude, it scares me because, like, what you're saying, what scares me about it is I feel like it's in the wrong order. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. older guys, it'd be better to see them come to the UFC, seasoned fighters. I don't want to see older guys who have obtained damage over their career then go to a very violent, non padded uh, bare knuckle, which I know there's theories out there that bare knuckle's safer. Uh, the the injuries are more flesh wounds. It's uglier on TV, but you know, I don't know, man. I just, I don't like to see the, when they go after the old fighters to me, it feels like propaganda. Now where it doesn't, there's one big one coming up, which is Jason Knight. Um, the rematch with Lobov, but they're still, they're still younger fighters. That's what I'm saying. That's they're... the one I'm actually excited for. Their bare knuckle. First one was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I could see that. But where it's Gabriel Gonzaga versus Bigfoot Silva in Tampa, I think it's the weekend of October 18th or whatever. Yeah. That, man, I, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know if I want to see them get their face smashed in. And they're, I mean, they're big dudes. Oh, for sure, man. I, I don't like it one bit. I don't like Bigfoot Silva being anywhere near a ring anymore. I haven't seen much from Gonzaga uh, since he left, so I don't know what kind of uh, shape he's in. But Gonzaga, with his health problems, his pituitary gland issues, I'm sure they let him juice in bare knuckle, which he deserved. (laughs) You know, he had a real medical condition with the medication he took for his gigantism actually killed his testosterone levels. So when he was a juice... You know, I don't think he was juicing to the Vitor levels, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I know Juan, 
UFC veterans. Wanderlei Silva is trying to get in. Fabricio Verdum's trying to get in there now. Uh, rubbing, I think they'll be at the event this weekend, rubbing shoulders with Anthony Rumble Johnson, trying to get their their foot in the door. Silva's already called out Bell uh, Belfort. I saw that. Don't, uh... That is uh, that that sucks. But crazy, I wouldn't mind uh, Rumble, which Rumble, it's weird because he's talking about his UFC comeback at the same time. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is the Hector Lombard signing. You don't talk about steroids. Yeah. <laughs> as hell. Victor Lombard, that's surprising because he's kind of um, mid-range old. He's not super old. He hasn't been getting KO'd a lot and shit. I mean, he has been KO'd, but not to where you think. I just didn't expect that one. Right. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see that go down. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out and what they do. If they get younger fighters instead of going to UFC or Bellator, if they'll if they'll start to go down that path or if they're like, Fuck that, I'm not getting <laughs> my face cut up with dude's knuckles. Yeah, I mean and they've gotta be lured there of course due to pay, but yeah. What scares me about that is they start bringing in these guys, even if they're older, they're going to think their value's high. And the only way to pay them the money is to increase the pay-per-view price. And I ain't buying that shit for 45, 50 bucks. I mean, I'll buy it for 20. That's 30 now. I know. That's what I'm like. They're pushing it. The only way to, to have a bigger purse and pay these guys more is to up the pay-per-view price. Yeah. Unless you had like some big, uh, company like Viacom. Yeah. Yeah, they're the ones that own Bellator, right? So, I mean, they got money for days and well, they can Tito, work on numbers later. You know, Tito's got a fight. He's fighting uh, former WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio in a real <laughs> MMA fight. Come on, man. Yeah. I don't even know the organization, but they announced that it is a done deal. They are fighting. Uh, Del Rio did do a couple of fights in Mexico, real MMA fights. He was a fighter before he was WWE wrestler. Then he got cut from WWE, and now he's going to fight Tito. So if you're if you're skeptical, hippo eyes aren't on this, then I don't know if you're a real MMA fan because I just smell bullshit all over it. And, and I smell that all over everything Tito does now because for one I know how bad his neck is fucked up. How many surgeries he's had. I just don't know that he can go to a real war. No, he should, he's the type he should not be fighting anymore. Like it's coach, I don't coach people. Start looking for the next Tito Ortiz, you know what I mean? Find somebody and and bring somebody up to pass along your your style, your your bloodline per se. Well, here's where these older guys mess up. They fuck around and they burn their bridges with Dana White. And they're unemployable. And they get pissed off at him. They should have followed the Forrest Griffin method. He stayed cool with Dana. And Dana's kept him employed. Yeah. Yeah. He never rocked the boat. He never said, oh, Dana won't give me a fight. All these other Chuck ended up turning on Dana a little. Fucking Tito definitely did. Not a good look if you want to stay employed. Yeah, no, I... I like the uh, the commercial for I think Toyo tires. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Still got it. <laughs> well, what are you getting on uh, UFC? We want to talk about UFC two forty three. Yeah, let's go. Let's dive into uh, two forty three. Stylebender versus Whitaker. 
Yeah, I'm going to be the first. I'm going to tell everybody. I posted it on Twitter. Australia really fucked me. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen a hometown card do so poorly on their main card. Usually, you know, they, they try to set it up where the hometown folks do well. You know, it, it behooves the UFC to, to have it go that way. Mm-hmm. So, so they come back, they build superstars. There was nothing they can do. Australia just got that ass waxed and started with, uh, the Castro and, uh, Taffa. Everything I'd read on Taffa, I'd looked at, I'd seen videos, looked at some tape of him. He's a big, uh, he's under the tutelage of, uh, uh, Mark Hunt. That's he's supposedly his protege, right? So that's why I went with him. I didn't know much of him and bullshit. He got dropped. I thought he was dead. And that was, he, that was not like a, a hard, I mean, it was a hard punch, but it was off his back foot, right? He, yeah. It was like, off his back foot. Taffa was going into, uh, DeCastro and he caught him with that. Can't remember if it was a left or a right, but on the off the back foot, and he went down. It's like, oh, all right. That was a short right hand. Now, again, the heavyweights—you never know. I mean, the power is just the the torque that those guys can create with just one. You know, I've seen Matt Mitrion knock people out with a punch that's like you know that far, and so I don't know. But even the best actor in the world couldn't fake that. So either he's got a chin issue or. DeCastro is just a bad son of a bitch. I don't know. We'll see when DeCastro gets a little bit more of a season uh, test, I think, next. He, he said all the right things afterwards. And so that as soon as that happened, I was like, I'm fucked. I just had a feeling. <laughs> uh, I picked DeCastro on that just because you picked the other guy. So I'm like, ah, I'll go with this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we both took Lima. Uh, Diego Lima. He's a fucking stud. He flies very much under the radar he's he's got skill as good as anybody yeah why do you think that is that he's not up there because he's been around for a while he it's always a good performance i don't know i just think he's not the most marketable fella he doesn't do a lot of shit talking doesn't really have an angle or a gimmick of any kind and he doesn't fight a whole whole lot but he's fucking good i mean i don't think you you could I think you could put him in there with anybody. He's going to hold his own and maybe beat him. What I liked about it is he won the split. It was obvious. He dominated the whole fight. All three rounds, he won them. Clearly, it was a an outclassing by definition. And he got the split decision. And I've never seen a fighter that wins go and appeal the decision to the commission. But his team is actually appealing the decision to have it overturned to a unanimous Raw, really? Yeah, because it was that blatant, and and I, I think it's true, and so did everyone watching it. Even uh, I think it was Anik and them were like, "And we'll be right back with the official scorecards, but we are certain that it's going to be uh, across the board for Diego Lima." Damn, judges are very finicky. Thing I assume that Jamal he's a Australian, or at least from that region. Yeah. 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 <sighs> maybe you're right I mean, maybe that's just that's the only thing they could do is try to throw him a bone at least throw him around but fuck man it wasn't yeah. even <laughs> and so then you've got sergey coming out to take on uh tuavasa which tuavasa is uh, sh- the shoey guy for mm-hmm. everybody that 
that they know. He's the guy that will drink beer out of the shoe. And he was a big prospect. He's, he's had a couple of losses. I was on the fence. I wanted to drop him, but my gut said to take him because he's the hometown guy. Should have listened to myself. He's done now. I think his, they'll cut him after this because he took another. He, he had no answer. Sergey had a, a great uh, – he's got a good little judo base, good judo throw. And two of us couldn't do shit with it. He'd get thrown every time they got close, and then he got submitted. He was almost submitted in the first, and then he got finished with that uh, – I think it was an arm triangle in the second. And, you know, he just looked like a toddler on the ground. Like, he had no answer. Damn. So that was another one. I was wrong. Did you take Sergey? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're killing me. Sir. I know. I know. It's a lot of it's luck. <laughs> some some of it is that it's that instinct, right? Like you know, yep. Who you should pick, like just on paper, like I'm. This is the dude. And if it, it doesn't work out, at least you went with your gut. When mm-hmm. it's when you're like, oh, man, I want to pick this guy, but uh, I'm going to go after reading this or seeing something like I'm going to I'll pick this one. And then when they lose, you're like, fuck, I knew it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you get overthinking it. And I'm uh, right. doing a ton of that way too much. I should just go with who on the tip of my tongue. Every time we bring up a name, I should just say who I think's going to win. And that's it. Well, we were both wrong here because we were both big fans of uh, Raging Al. Yeah, I was not expecting Hooker to come out and dominate the way that he did. Not like that, because he dominated Al worse than Khabib did. Right. In my opinion, he pieced him up worse. Uh, and it all started it's crazy. People don't understand how bad those damn uh, low calf kicks can affect a guy. But Al took one in the first, and he was never right. I mean... And talking, hearing some of the stuff his coaches have said was his leg is fine now. It was like Michael Chandler and Bellator. That nerve got, you know, it gets bruised or damaged and his leg just wouldn't fucking work. And if that's the case, how can you shoot, you know, if you don't have one of your legs to push off of? Damn, that's horrible. Get that tip. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad, man. I I was hoping that Iaquinta took that because I want to see him get up in those ranks to get that title shot again, especially after his last performance. I can't see how they didn't run it back at that time. Unless mm-hmm. they were just, you're just afraid for, for your, for your golden boy right now. That's on the tear. Like you can't ruin, you can't ruin your thing. You know what I mean? But, no, but how, how tough is out again? He's oh, made of granite. Yeah. Instead of not giving up, held in there for, uh, was it three rounds? But, yeah. I mean, he, you can't finish him. He's like a terminator. And so where do you go next with him? I mean, does he just, I guess they just keep giving him, he's a draw. So they're just making these little, uh, like a gatekeeper or what? Yeah, but that sucks. Cause he's, he was right there. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine if he strings together a couple wins again, he'll be back up in at least top five talks. Yeah. But, the good thing is they got to pay him now, though, because he is a draw. I mean, he does uh, bring uh, bring the eyeballs and the the pay per views. But mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think he's done by any means. But fuck, man, he's a guy that he has to be able to implement uh, or impose his will. 
And you heard Matt Sarah the whole fight. Matt was screaming at him, even in between rounds. He's like, bitch, you got to get inside. What are you doing? You know, you got to get there. Why can't you get there? Matt would Sarah would tell him, you need to eat a few if you have to. Just like, again. Eat them and get inside. And it's like he couldn't pull the trigger. So if his leg wasn't uh, doing right, then that kind of makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious to see what, what Hooker does next. Like, who, they, who do they give him? I don't know, man, but a rangy dude like that is a uh, tough, you know, that's a wrestler's nightmare. You know, I mean, you see it with DC and, and John, you know, the rangier guys yeah. longer that can keep you at distance are a nightmare for wrestlers. And so, fuck, I don't know where you take him. He's got a, uh, if he looks like he did against Alf, he's motivated and shit. He's another one. That 155 is just the tits, man. It's loaded all the way through the whole division. Right. Yeah. Everybody's good. It'd be interesting to see who who he gets up. I mean, I well, he know. called out Poirier. Of course, but I mean Poirier wants Connor, and I would imagine that they'll they'll make that happen before they would make Poirier and and Hooker. Yeah. Um, because honestly, shit. Uh, I don't know what Dustin would do with him either because he's fucking twice as long as Dustin, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good fight would be actually Hooker and Connor because Connor fights very long and it'd be a stand up fight. Wouldn't have to worry about nobody going to the ground with nobody. Those two could kick each other's teeth out from a distance, throw those long, rangy uh, punches, you know, because Connor, even though he's not the tallest, he fights very tall because he's, you know, the wide karate base. He's got long arms for his size, and he can actually fight at distance. Just ask Eddie Alvarez, because that's what yeah. got Alvarez murked. Uh, I mean, Cowboy is still staying at 155 for now, right? He'll go back and forth, so Cowboy wouldn't be too bad for Hooker. Oh, fuck, man. I'm worried about I mean, I, I guess we'll have to see with Cowboy, but fuck, man. What's a guy like him do when they're when the door is closed, though? Does he? Because I mean, he's an adrenaline junkie. He's gonna go to bare knuckle or some shit. I hope not. I I would. Yeah, that would be tough. It would be hard to see him, whenever he's done with the UFC, go to somewhere else just to keep that rush going, versus calling it and coaching or getting in people's being there in the corners. I mean, I would imagine there's still a rush while you're sitting there cage side yelling at your guy to get inside. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, everybody knows he's a adrenaline junkie and seeker and that is a dangerous mix. I mean, I'm hoping maybe kids will help tame that. Uh, it doesn't look like it. He's still fucking scuba diving down in the caves. And uh, yeah. It didn't, didn't sound like it. Curved yeah. too much. I would hope as much money as he's made that he's been smart with some of it. I hope, you know, I mean, I'm not one to tell you, I don't think Cowboy's done by any means. I'm just, you know, speaking on what we were talking about as far as these guys continuing past their prime. If it's just because they love it, I mean, I, I can't be a guy that tells them not to ever fight. I mean, that's not my business, but I don't like to see it, you know. The Chuck Liddell, that last fight with Tito made me extremely sad. To see Chuck get knocked out by a a punch that he would have ate for breakfast in sparring 
any day during his prime, it was just atrocious. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, as far as Cowboy, I don't think he's out of his prime yet because it's not like he's getting knocked out. Yeah. Like he's taking damage, but he's not getting knocked out. Yeah, he's one of those guys, though, that they're just so damn, he's just so fucking tough. You know, almost too tough for his own uh, own good. I mean, the guy's already missing part of his, half his intestines from that, I mean, his body is fucking ringer, but well, let's jump on. Let's talk about old uh, the main event, fucking champ, Stylebender, baby. I... <laughs> uh, took Whitaker, and I, I mean, I was, I can't say anything other than that was just the wrong decision. I got uh, I got schooled on that one, Stylebender. I don't know why I've just never jumped on the same. I've never seen what everyone else sees until this fight. And I'm still kind of like, damn, is he that good? Or did Whitaker look that bad? Yeah, I'm impressed with his uh, volume of strikes and the amount of different angles that he throws them from. Like he's always working and it's never like just the normal one, two. I mean, he's all over the place with his moves. And, I mean, he's a young kid, so whatever. If he's into anime or, you know, that, that whole walkout with the, <laughs> the like, the ninjutsu dance and shit like that, which, whatever. Because it, it wasn't like, um, what was the dude's name, Piera? Oh, dude, fuck that got his ass whooped by the local. Yeah, six-minute six walkout. I mean, it <laughs> No, it wasn't like that. They're tough. To, I watched it and was like, you know what, Stylebender, he's kind of earned that right, too. The other kid hadn't. That other fucking guy had a couple of wins under his belt, and that's it. Um, but, yeah, when you win and you do that, it looks way better than when you get your ass whooped after you've done it. Right. Uh, but Stylebender dominated him, man. And, you know, he had him. He, he should have finished him in the first round. Whitaker got his ass saved by the bell. Because his ass, he was done. And uh, Stylebender just finished him in the second, but he was never right after that. And the punch that finished him, to me, it's, is one of those that also just didn't look like a punch that would have... Romero hit him with shots that were way cleaner. But then again, I'm not the one taking them. But just from the eye test, and who, who's to say how much time those shots from Romero took off of his career. I don't know. Uh, I want to see what he does in response. Um, but Whitaker, the light shut out like that was kind of scary to me. Yeah, it will be interesting to see because he's been injured. Right, That's why it was such a long layover to this fight. He had two epic wars with Romero. Yep. Do you... It is hard to tell. Although they say that like the when you're looking at somebody that's bigger than you, you brace more for the punch mm-hmm. where um, the smaller, leaner looking guys, you don't think they're going to hit you that hard until they hit you. And then you're, you're like, fuck. All right. Oh yeah. It could totally be that. I mean, I'm not, you know, I couldn't say without having been on the receiving end, but what I will say, I agree right. with you hundred percent. Um, Stylebender's movement is like some young John Jones shit. And I know 
people are going to get uh, – they're getting all the smoke they can get on that between those two trying to make that happen. And although Jones is much bigger, I'm game to see that fight because to me, Adesanya is uh, – he looks to me like John Jones looked at 25. Yeah, it would be interesting to see them actually go at it. Where John is such, I mean, not double his size, obviously, but he's hes such a bigger guy. He's a huge motherfucker. Right, so to have, uh, to go against him, I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't see it. I, maybe after John's more out of his prime, and yeah. and Stylebender's getting up there. You know what I mean? Like entering yeah. his prime. Because I mean, Stylebender's not even in his prime yet. He's still learning. Like he's still young enough that he's not even touching prime years yet. Well, not in MMA. I mean, his career was kickboxing, right? Like he was right. a, a world beater kickboxer, which is clear. His wrestling and his uh, ground game is getting better, but. If you sleep on that, if I was John Jones, I mean, John Jones has broken limbs, has choked people. People don't, because he hadn't done it in a while, but his submission game is about as nasty as he wants to let it be. He just doesn't use it enough, and that's what's killing me with so many of these fucking fighters that don't use their submission game. They fall in love with the hands and the feet, man. It's They lose fights because of it. Yeah, because you let it go to them fucking judges. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're going to – we'll jump into that here in uh, just a second when we talk about old uh, UFC Fight Night Tampa. Uh, I don't know. How would you rate that pay-per-view because there's so many – are pay-per-views really worth doing anymore because they have so many? Yeah, no, no. They're not worth the money to – if I'm talking to me as a consumer, I'm mad almost every time I buy one because I'm disappointed as far as the value for each dollar that I paid, the fucking 69 bucks. Hell no. Dude, it's got it's got to do better. I'd rather them wait in between cards and really build them. I mean, there ain't been a fucking like super card that just blew my tits off from top to bottom where I'd spend any amount of money since, I don't know, maybe 200 except for coming up when we got fucking Game Bread and fucking Nate Diaz. I'll pay whatever I've got in the bank. Yeah, I probably would have paid 100 for that one. I just, I'm excited to see it. It's a fan fight. Uh, the fighters that hate on it and hating on the title, whatever, I get it because it's you didn't get asked. So I'm sure there's yeah. a little bit of – uh, butt hurt, but the same Don't time, like that's a badass shit, bro. Like that's this is a fan fight. They put something together for the fans, and even the rest of that card looks fucking stacked. It's not even just that fight. That card itself is stacked. But you got Usman out here that seven people know his name, and he's out here talking shit about him and the BMF belt. And I'm sorry, like Usman's talented and all that, but nobody gives a fuck. Mm-mm. That's part of it, you know, if people love you. Because, yeah, both Diaz and Masvidal have losses on their records. They've been beaten. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Yeah, yeah nobody. 
Yeah, they're not calling him like the greatest of all time belt. It's just the baddest motherfucker belt. These two that are ready to go in there, throw down, not hold back any any punches, or I'm just going to hold you against the cage the whole time and tire you out. Like they're going in there to bang one way or another. Yeah, and that earns you a lot of equity amongst fans. And that's why everybody's behind this fucking uh, BMF belt. And I know it hurts some of these guys' asses. Because for one, yeah, like they said, they, they they didn't get asked. But the only one that's embraced it and been cool about it, and I think it's actually uh, built a bridge between them, is Ben Askren and Jorge Masvidal. Have you seen them going back and forth on Twitter? No. They've actually been friendly. Oh. Ben, ben put out a thing telling all these haters on the BMF belt that they're stupid. And that he thought it was a cool-ass idea. It was smart. It was smart marketing. It was smart. And... uh Ben was like, you know, I mean, in a perfect world, I'd like to get a couple of wins and get a shot at Jorge again uh, just to see. And Jorge actually replied to him and said, get a couple of wins and we can definitely do it. Damn. That wouldn't have, you know, smart on Ben. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get involved with that shit. Don't talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out how you can get on that shit or be, be the be- next. Because, I mean, I would imagine, right, you could put together fights like this. And even if they're not like a, it's not like a title that you have to defend, but even like a yearly, this is the, this, these two are the baddest motherfuckers this year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's something that you can implement in the future instead of just saying, no, this is a one and done thing. And I mean, they got to do something right outside of doing another weight class, just keep going through interim champions and champions that are hurt or, I mean, Kahib's still killing it as the 155 champ, but who who's next for him? Tony, even though was it his uh, is it his manager that's talking shit about Tony, saying that he doesn't want he thinks that it should be um, Connor, Connor, yeah, because he wants that payday. Yeah, <laughs> Get the I mean, and when that kind of stuff starts flying, what that means is that the negotiations with Tony aren't going right. Tony's wanting too much money. So immediately the proper way is to go to the media and say, we don't want him anyway. Dude, if that fucking, if that fight doesn't happen, I'll be very disappointed. Well, all MMA purists, I think, will be very pissed with the the UFC if they don't make it happen. But Tony, man, you're dealing with a hard-headed motherfucker, you know? And he's got to know his value. He's won 12 in a row. Right? Yeah. No, I didn't. He should absolutely get money, but I, I it's hard to say like what he's asking for. Like I have no idea. But no, you yeah. should if Kahib's getting ten, fifteen, twenty million, I don't see why you don't give Tony at least five to ten. Oh, for sure. I mean it, it's gonna be a good scrap and you know, Tony could uh you Tony could beat anybody. I mean you fuck around with him. It's a bad, uh, it's a bad choice. This whole executioner's list that he has with uh, every the everybody's faces that are all fucked up. Dude, he cuts more people with fucking elbows than anybody on planet Earth. And if Connor doesn't hurry up and pick somebody, it's starting to get ludicrous because he will he will start. He even post they post some today. Like his coach was like, "We'll take any out." Like because there's four people basically begging to fight him. You got Poirier. Uh, Khabib, um, who are the other two? They're talking about 
Gaethje. Gaethje, uh, Cowboy, and Connor hadn't fought in years, and he's able. To, people are still begging. It tells you how much money that motherfucker moves. <laughs> uh, Poirier should fight Connor if anybody. I could see the Gaethje one too. I I think that'd be interesting. Although I'd like to see Connor get in and at least fight somebody first. Like you've been out, just pick somebody. It can be Martin Bravo for some. You know what I mean? Like just fucking something. Get a win and fan this fucking uh, spark into a flame again. All he needs is one. And he can start back talking all the shit in the world. He just needs one win. It doesn't even really matter who it is. Like you were saying, to your point, just get a win again. It's how much people are willing to forgive. And he can, uh, you know, start counting his fucking billions again. Uh, well, pe- people that I hope would get paid, Demetrius Johnson, who won the uh, 1FC Grand Prix for the featherweight division over there. The epic trade of the first trade that I've ever seen from them, right? It's yep. We traded Eddie Alvarez and um, Mighty Mouse for I don't even know who the hell we got. Shit, I don't, who was it? Uh, I forget who we got. Yeah, they got Mighty Mouse. Oh, Askren. What? Askren, yeah. Askren. Yep. Askren. Duh. Duh. <laughs> yeah, and how that went so far? We got the fastest knockout in UFC history. Mm hmm. Yeah, and a questionable win over Robbie Lawler. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's good for him. I hope that he's getting paid and getting the respect over there that he deserved over here. I loved watching his fights. Well, what he'll get over there is the love, man. Over there in Japan and shit, the fans love the fighters. Like, love them as people, heroes, fucking Little guys, too. It's not just the big guys. They love them all. So I'm sure he is getting the the love. But, man, he's back over there. It's good to see him uh, kicking ass, man. I mean, if you don't like Demetrius Johnson, what the fuck's wrong with you? I know. No kidding. Uh, I would like to see him and Cejudo someday running back. I think that was a very close decision that – Cejudo makes me yawn though, bro. He's trying too hard. His gimmick is gross to me. Like, it's just it's over with. Like, I it was <laughs> not funny. I don't maybe cute the first time. Like, all right, uh, I get it now. It's like, all right, dude, seriously, I don't. You're not the bad guy. So trying to be that guy is just not working out. Yeah, it's ugly. I mean, you can tell it's not real. That he's such a nice guy. Yeah, right? Like it. <laughs> it fucking hurts me to see him not, you know, do the work because he's, he's talented. I mean, you can't fucking deny how good his skills are, but man, fucking here in America, little guys, fuck, man, we just shit all over them. We just don't, uh, for some reason, we don't embrace them the same way. Yeah. I don't know. They blame it because of knockouts or finishes, but. DJ's put him down. Benavidez has put him down. Dillashaw has put him down. Like, people have knockouts, and they have energy for days where they're not tired after the first round and can keep it banging. Oh, for sure. I mean, you watch DJ fight, I'm tired. Yeah. After just a round of it because the pace is so fucking incredible. 
and the transitions that little guys have are masterful. I mean, DJ was the, I mean, he's fucking pulled off arm bars from positions that people could never do. He's just so well-rounded fucking beast. Uh, Agreed. So what's this that I haven't heard this. I saw this uh, on our uh, notes about Brandon Marshall. Yeah. uh, Brandon Marshall, former wide receiver, played the Jets everywhere else. He's becoming a pro boxer. Are you serious? I haven't heard a thing about it. Yeah, that was the one I have on. I can look up the article that I had for it. I wonder how he looks. Uh, let's see. He's becoming a pro boxer, and he's calling out uh, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, and Tyson Fury. Because <laughs> if you're going to come in, you might as well just shoot right for the top, right? Oh, God. That is uh, reaching for the stars. That's yeah. hilarious. See, that's the fucking Conor McGregor effect, though. What's that? That everybody thinks you can do it just because this guy does it? Yeah. Well, Conor went in there and boxed the GOAT, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. In his first pro boxing match. And there's a huge difference. Um, that you can't compare a, an NFL player coming into boxing like you could an MMA fighter going to boxing. That They already have a built-in set of skills. I think an NFL fighter would have a better chance going into the UFC because you can use your athleticism a lot more than going into the sweet science. But you're just going to get pieced up. Any of those guys he calls out, he's going to get knocked out in seconds. Oh, hell yeah. Well, who's um, oh, the Dallas? Oh, is it the- Greg Hardy. Uh, not even Hardy. There was somebody before him. Greg Hardy got it to the UFC. Uh, the other guy did not make it to the UFC, I don't think. Um. Oh my God, that's gonna blow my mind forever. But yeah, but even Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy's a fucking murderer. Probably yeah, we'll talk about him in a minute. On uh, he's or he's fighting on that UFC Boston card coming up in a little bit. Yeah, I fucking just had that fight card. Yeah, I've got, I've got it. The UFC Boston is uh, Wyman and Reyes, Yair and Stevens, Hardy. Um, against uh, Ben Sosely and then uh, Joe Lozon versus uh, Jonathan Pierce. Hell yeah, dude. That's going to be – I'm going to be gone, so I have, we'll have to watch it when I come back. Yeah, yeah, there's three fights on there. Actually, all four of those fights I'm down to watch. Uh, it could be Joe Lozon's last walk. I could see that. It's his 27th UFC fight. Yeah, I could see that. And he's been, a, it seems like, away for a while. I thought he was, it, funny is I thought, like, I was just thinking, like, damn, I haven't seen him for a while yeah. until I saw that. I was like, oh, no shit. But, yeah, it's definitely been probably a year since I believe he fought. I always have love for Joe Lozon, though. What a fucking warrior. That dude's a fucking world beater. I would like to see him walk away. He's got a very successful school. And Jim, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's got his little boy that uh, I think he had cancer when he was young and beat that. Like it's just like such a good story, and uh, I'd like to see him get a win. I've never heard of this guy's fought, uh, so I'd like to think maybe they're setting him up for a good opportunity to have a go send off fight and win. Yeah, it'd be nice. I know he does the uh, Jimmy Walk every year in Boston. Yeah. They get a team together to raise money. Yeah, the but. Greg Hardy thing, though, 
he doesn't to me he doesn't get the respect that you know i hate to say it because i know his history and all that shit with the domestic violence but when it, if you take all that away i'm just talking about it as an mma fighter i mean he was just practicing scary yeah he's scary and yes. yeah i mean i saw the picture he beat the dogs he was actually definitely practicing uh but yeah it it's hard to say especially in this time and day the client the climate of yeah. everything going on, whether he should be allowed to fight in the UFC or not, but he's there and he's actually performing really well. I mean, if you listen to him, he's going to be the go. And I assume eventually they'll, he'll, if he doesn't lose, he'll get his shot at the title. Um, I mean, he's won every fight that he's had. And the one that he lost, he was DQ'd after he murdered the guy. <laughs> didn't necessarily need him when he was down. Yeah. He'd already beat the guy, you know. So I don't really consider that a loss. I mean, he's an idiot and they took it from him, but I mean he's working fucks left and right. And I wouldn't if these these guys, they don't want it. That's why they that it's easier to just talk shit and be like, he doesn't deserve to be here. Because they don't want it. Right. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't either. Not from him. No. Uh, I'm actually going to take Greg Hardy now. I'm going to go on the record. I'm taking him. I don't care if people hate me or not. (laughs) It would be interesting to see him and Francis go at it. Oh, hell yeah. I would absolutely love that. I'd love him and Francis. Fucking Rumble and Francis. I'm fine with. And uh, Rumble's cutting a lot of weight. I saw him on uh, Shab's Food Truck Diaries today and he's already down to like two uh, i think like 245 hmm. 300 he's looking good he said he thinks he could get back to 205 to fight john jones if john would do it Ooh. all right i'll take it so we'll see i'll take we'll- it uh before we get off of boston weidman and reyes Yep. This is Weidman's debut at light heavyweight because I know he's talking shit to John Jones, so he wants that fight too. Yep. Is he done though? Like, is he? I don't want to say because he's had sick moves. Like his uh, one of the things that made me semi like like or believe in Weidman was he hit Fabricio Redoom with this elbow. On like the way in, was it for Doom? No, he wouldn't have fought for Doom. He's too big. No, um, Yo Romero. No, it was Munoz. Could have um, been. Yeah, I think it was uh, it was a uh, Munoz where he caught him right on the bridge of the nose as he stepped in, yeah. and dropped. Him. I was like, oh shit! Like that's that's just a very technical strike. So I was mm-hmm. impressed. Uh, the fights with Silva. I mean, he did great. But after those, like, he just hasn't been as, I don't know. Well, yeah, he's had a lot of uh, issues. He's had uh, neck issues for years and wrestlers that tends to come up. But he had a, it's called a foraminectomy. I've had, my neck is fused, so I know all this fucking lingo. What that is, is they went in, he had a, a disc bulging in his neck and it was pressing on a nerve. So they went in two or three years ago. And instead of doing the full surgery, they just cut the part of the disc that's bulging and get rid of it. Like Jesus just click Christ. off. Of it. Uh, 
um, and hope it gets better. And so he fought for two years with that that wasn't getting any better. And so in January of this year, he went ahead and had a disc replacement where they cut all the disc out, put one of those mobile uh, metal discs that are on like a, they're called a Moby C. Um, Cause I was weighing the options of whether to get that or the fusion, which I got and mine was, my injury was too bad. So they couldn't fit the replacement. So I've got cage and it's just all one level. Um, his is supposed to help with mobility. Um, Eddie Bravo had that done in his lower back, but he had severe atrophy in his left arm. His bicep on his left arm was weak. I've seen the videos of him training. I just don't know. He's got the card stacked against him. It scares me. Um, so my, my gut is raised. He's younger. He's scary. He's got good kicks and Weidman other than when he caught Gastelum with that choke, I mean, Rockhold, everybody's taking advantage of him on the feet. Romero, Rockhold, you know. I mean, the Rockhold one was kind of like a mistake, right? Like he went to that spinning back kick. Yeah. And and just was poorly executed, uh, poorly aimed, and Rockhold capitalized on it. Romero, I mean, he just caught him good with that knee coming in. Dude, so nasty. He was winning that fight, too. So your point is valid. Weidman was winning that fight to me up until then um, pretty cleanly against Romero until Romero crushed his skull with that vicious, vicious knee. Do you think some part of it might be the cutting weight? It could be. Everybody said for years he needs to be a 205-er. He's a huge man. I mean, Chris Weidman's a big boy. Mm. What I hope is that he'll use some of his ground game from uh, – because he's a Sarah guy. And these guys that, that train under Matt Seraph, they would just use some of it. I hate they get so uh, caught up in the stand up. Fuck, man. I wish they would use their fucking ground game. Hopefully, he does if he's smart because this is a younger kid uh, that's hungry. He's got to get a W here. I think if he doesn't and he looks bad, he'll retire for health reasons. You know, his, that's nothing to fuck with. His neck is. That could be paralysis, you know what I'm saying, if that gets fucked with the wrong way. so. Yeah, no thanks. <sighs> we'll have to see, man. I don't know. I'm I'm still undecided on that. Uh, I can't make that pick yet. Can you turn your head at all? Yeah, mine's good. Okay. Like my levels that I had fused, you've got, if you look at your neck where it meets your skull, you've got C1, C2, 3, 4, 5, you know, 6 and 7. 7 is the last one. C7. After that, it's T1, which is your thoracic vertebrae. Mm-hmm. That's like your chest, right? Uh, the ones that I had removed were 5 and 6, 6 and 7. So at the very bottom where my neck meets my my chest area. So most of your mobility of your head comes from your top discs. And so mine are still there. But I can't look straight up to the sky. If an airplane is overhead and fireworks and shit, I have to like bend at the knees to see up there. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. As it gets closer, uh, I will look and study that card more. I definitely kind of want to pick Lozon just because I like Lozon. Uh, Weidman, I don't know, man. And I'm glad to see Jeremy Stevens and Yair run it back. Yeah, I, I've, I actually feel even more strongly in the fact that I'm taking Stevens hard this time after all the shit that Yair stirred up. Um, and Stevens kind of being quiet is a scary Steve. That means he's been 
you know, that scratch cornea was easy to heal from. It just had to heal. And he went straight back into training like a monster. So he's going to have a pissed off, you know, Steven's one of those guys, man. It's not a, it's not a facade. You know, he likes, he'll fucking fight you and he'll fight you in the street. So yeah. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to be facing a pissed off bull son. But before UFC Boston, UFC Tampa, this past weekend, Michelle, the karate hottie, Watterson versus the return of Joanna Joan Jacek, trying to climb back up and get her title shot. I was surprised. I, I'm glad to see Joanna come back, but as we, I think we were talking about this before we got going, is it she's back to how she should be, or is Watterson overrated? Well, if you compare him to old, uh, and I'm going to butcher her name, uh, Waling, the champion, mm. both of them stand a fucking chance. After what she did to, uh, what was it, and- Andrage that she murked over yeah. over there in seconds, um, none of them want that smoke a bit. And Joanna and them can pretend, you know, they talk like it's still Rose there. It's not Rose. Yeah. What happened to Rose? She just took time off after she got slammed on her fucking neck and head. That's it, right? She just... Yeah, she just took time off. Did they take the... Oh, she lost. That's right, that's right, that's yeah. right. That's right. She, she lost. Then, yeah, right. yeah, and then Andrade went over there and took on that fucking beast that nobody wanted to fight from China. Fucking super cop. And she got killed quickly. Dude. And she basically tapped from strikes because she went and sat on the corner and just stopped fighting. And waited for the rope to pull her off, which I, I get it. That chick was a manimal. <laughs> uh, I think Joanna and her are a good matchup. They would both stand up well. But it will be interesting to see. <clears throat> Joanna doesn't do well, though, when somebody is aggressive. Her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she does well, like Watterson. If you let Joanna bully you, you're going to get cut up. You're going to get lumped up because she's going to hit you with a pace that you can't deal with. She's going to, she's good at that Muay Thai she, up close. She's a multi-time Muay Thai champion for a good reason. And she's going to sit in there and she's going to knee you, kick you, elbow you, punch you. And they're just going to add up. And then you're going to look like Watterson, whose white rash guard was yeah. burgundy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Watterson looked good, but she she almost reminds me of like the Stephen Thompson, where you're you're the kar- karate style. You wait for them to move, and then you 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 try to react off of that versus going in and being the aggressor to implement your will. It's exactly who she's like. I can't add anything to that. That is fun. I never even thought of that. That's who it is. That's who she reminds me of. Yeah. And- that's what my problem is. I guess that's why I said I wasn't sure or if she's overrated. I like her. I think her personality is great. She's beautiful. She's ripped. She's a mother. Like She's inspirational and all that. She's definitely the karate hottie. There's no bullshit in that. She's a, she's a smoke show. No, she's good. She's skills. Like her, her techniques like, um, Saturday night, whereas they were great. Like She was on point, but it just she never – 
the aggressor really like she got walked down and yeah, Iwana she... was able to get inside of those kicks enough to bang her the fuck up yeah and Joanna will pin your back to the cage right and just beat you to death i mean she did it to sparza when she knocked sparza's nose off you remember when she won the belt and she yeah. murdered sparza uh, she had her up against the cage and just beat her till Sparza dropped to her leg, to her ass, and quit. That's what Joanna will do. And if you can't uh, pull the trigger while in that, which not a lot of people can, you're going to get uh, beat. So I was happy for Joanna because she hasn't looked good in a while. She definitely looked at her uh, like her speed is still there. Right. Which the first time in a while she looked that fast. So. Good uh, somebody that can stand in the clinch and bang Cub Swanson, Cron Gracie. I like Cub. I've liked Cub for a long time. I just figured where Cron is basically undefeated as far as submissions go. Like he's just he's just been finishing everybody. Yeah, he's five and zero oh in his MMA career, or five and one now. Yeah. <laughs> but all all finishes he just once he gets you he's got you type of thing so cubs had issues on the ground before uh once he's gotten takedowns or being taken down he there was even though he's still a jujitsu uh black belt it didn't seem like he was able to get anything work before um i mean frankie edgar took him down a lot ortega ripped his head off his neck so Guillotine was disgusting that he murdered him with. So, I mean, I like him. I want to see him win. He knew going into it, he was looked at as a gatekeeper. and But it didn't slow him down. He took it right to him. Like, there was no fear. Them body shots, holy Christ, man. Wow, dude. And it was incredible. It was a testament not only to uh, – it was a masterful game plan by Cub which is what I like to see an older fighter. Cause he's, you consider him an older fighter. I think he's right. like 35. Yeah. Maybe. Um, instead of falling victim and getting goaded into either over rushing an opponent that can easily take you to the ground or that you want to stay away from, they, they abandon their game plan. They think they're just going to knock them out. He was smart, had a good game plan, but there's only so much you can do with somebody that won't go away. And Crone Gracie, he earned a lot of respect for me with how the fuck do you take those body shots and never wince? There was no breathing heavy. It was not. The, I assume part of it's going to be the Gracie uh, breath of life. <laughs> well, that's from his dad, Hickson. Yeah. Yeah. He mastered that shit. Now I'm going to learn it. Just yeah. fuck. Dude, the shots that he was eating was, I mean, it was impressive. Uh, I like where Chrome, I'm a, I'm excited to see more of Crone. I, I think he is one of the next things. Yeah. I like that he's out of Diaz's camp. They they brought him in to help their jiu-jitsu game, and then he just never left. So he's got that same uh, kind of striking style where he'll just put that hand there and then let it rip to you. But, yeah. There's a lot of that. You saw him, a lot of Diaz influence as far as head in your chest, uh, punches continue to flow. But I, what it was clear to me, and not everyone can do it, but I think everyone that trains there, that you're going to get kicked out of that gym unless you adopt the mentality of kill or be killed. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. And I just hope he doesn't overbecome 
in love with the stand-up and abandon his fucking genes and DNA because the Diaz's don't even use their fucking jujitsu. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and, but if that happens to a Gracie, you might get kicked out of the family. Yeah. You know, I mean, I try. I know he tried a couple of subpar. Uh, he tried to pull guard a couple times. Wizards. His takedowns look like garbage. Like he's never done an offensive takedown in his life. They have to be better than that to be a Gracie. But or is that Cub was so good and he stayed away and moved, which he did. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, that whole first round. More so, I think the first round set the pace. I think even if you didn't see it, those body shots they had some effect. Sure. Where he just couldn't yeah. either bend down to yeah. go for a double leg, but well, Crohn's already took to social media and said he won the fight, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. He's already flat out said I won that fight. Anybody knows? Everyone knows I won that fight. <laughs> uh, not, <laughs> not really, buddy. I mean, I love him. I think he's an up and comer too, and. You can't teach what you showed that he had, which is the toughness. That no matter where you go, you got that or you don't. He can uh, polish his striking a little and you know work on that damn MMA wrestling because it's different. Yeah, I mean he's only he's only twenty five too, so he's he's got a lot of years ahead of him. Yeah, but what he doesn't want to do is get in five of those banger wars to start his career and be you know, used up too soon. You had before that Nico Price uh, <laughs> knockout of the night. Knockout of dude, the world from the upkick. Fuck. That was mad. <laughs> James Vick went down with it. I mean, it wasn't even like a up like it was up. It was almost like a, a, a like kick. axe kick. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Dude, just right. Heel right to the cheek. Orbital. Fuck. And, just deaded him. I that that looked like mm, that sucks, dude. The words that came out of my mouth. I remember we were sitting. Me and Brooke were watching it. What I said when he when he kicked him was, "Holy orbital fuck!" Because mm. I don't know if James Vick's orbital is broke or not. I would it it needs to be after that heel, which is toughest bone. I mean, it's like hitting it with a hammer. Yeah, and it was so clean, and he was so asleep, laying in his oh. fucking yard. Taking five shots. Oh, it was gross, man. He was asleep for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely asleep before he fell into the guard before yeah. catching those punches before the rep could even stop it. Is Dude, that-, that shows you. People are training that up kick now. Well, you should be. I know. I'm just saying it's a gamble when these guys jump into a guy's guard or girl's guard and you rolling the dice. You run into one of those shit. Yeah, I mean, it was funny to see because that was before the the Cub uh, Gracie fight. Yeah. So to see Gracie after he went back a couple of times, he tried to throw up the up kick, whether he knew yeah. that that had happened previous or not. Like it's just once you're on your back, you know, let it fly. Yeah, man, it's definitely. But uh, people are starting to use it, and why not? That heel bone is uh, a nightmare. But Nico Price is known for that, man. They've talked about he, he he's finished fights in so many ways. He's just an animal. And I was surprised, but not really surprised because the guy comes to fight every time and looks for a finish. You just don't see many from the upkick like that. But He's a goofy-looking bastard. 
He is. His little top knot hair thing. I don't even know. (laughs) He's not even all right in the head either. So it just matches the crazy hair, the fucked up mentality. And, uh, you know. That was Vic's first uh, attempt at 170. And it's like, damn, bro. Like, that's all right. I'm going to try this new weight class. And you get eight the fuck up real quick. Is it. Do you think it was more uh, skill or he just got caught, right? It wasn't. Does that say anything about Vic? I mean, it was vicious. Like yeah, that. I don't really think. I don't think many men on earth or women, if you catch a heel directly to your cheek like that from a person that's as strong as Nico is, it's no different than somebody having a, a carpenter hammer and hitting you straight in the cheek with it. Uh <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty. That shit looked like it hurt a lot. A lot. Uh, Amanda Rebus defeated Mackenzie Dern via unanimous decision, which she should have. She outclassed Dern. She was, I've never heard of her before, but it was impressive enough to watch that I want to see her again. She was fast. She was all over the place. Uh, Technical strikes that got in there was able to nullify anything Dern wanted to do about going on the ground. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I she's like a Tasmanian devil. Her pace was ungodly, and I could see it in the first round that Mackenzie Dern was like, "Holy shit, this fucking girl!" You know, because she was twice as fast as Mackenzie Dern. It wasn't even close. Like, you could see the speed uh, differential. Yeah, they looked like they looked like different size fighters. Oh, for sure. Mackenzie Dern, I'm going to say this too, and it's going to make women hate me. Her just had a baby cans were flopping like <laughs> flapjacks. Dude, those big hooters, and I know they're feeding life. She's only four months post-birth, which is kudos to her. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. Maybe four months ago. And she's breastfeeding, but she actually made weight easy. She's missed weight by up to 10 pounds before. Yeah, that's crazy. So it shows you how much, for one, that breastfeeding will help and helps you lose the baby weight. But her flapjack tits, those milky jugs, look like it looked like it hurt. Like when she'd be dancing, I bet that sucks. Yeah, she had to have uh, probably the biggest ones I've seen <laughs> on a fighter, except for after Misha Tate got her job done. Uh-huh. Dude, Misha's tits, though, they're different. That's a different level mm. of tits. You got one that is a uh, a nutritional tool, those big flapjacks, and Misha's uh, beautiful bosom, man-made, uh, <laughs> that didn't really move because they're man-made. No. Kenzie were damn hitting her at the belly button. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she- poor girl. Probably would have waited like six months after having a baby. Maybe that would have helped a little bit. I think I guarantee you as much as we're joking, I guarantee her coaches like we're strapping them bitches down next fight. You know, like they can't be flopping around because that has to balance. I don't know. I mean, I I don't have them. So I don't know. No, but I want to imagine that it's got to throw some weight somewhere or make you more. I mean, you're lifting extra weight, right? If you can't get them to stay, it's. It's like holding, yeah. trying to and hold they, a branch. They start moving like this. <laughs> you know? So you're, 
how does it pull you and all that? Uh, <laughs> you had uh, Matt Frivriola, however you say his name, defeated Luis Pena by split decision. Uh, I could have seen it going towards Pena. He was the aggressor majority of the time walking back. Uh, Frivola was walking him down, but the amount of damage, I don't know. It was, it was close. Like it, It's hard. I could see how it went towards Frivriola, but I thought Pena took it uh, after it, it was all said and done and that maybe Frivriola had the last round. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Pena was good. He had his... Uh, I don't know, he's a weird looking dude. He looks like uh Sideshow Bob. Yeah, he does. That's a perfect uh, description, but uh I didn't get to see the fight, so I'm going off of your word. I've seen Pena fight before, and the way you're describing it is is perfect and he's a great fighter. So it doesn't surprise me, but that sucks if it was uh I mean, but it was a split, so you know, at least it was that. It wasn't some unanimous Right, no, it it was split, and you could see that Pena was upset by the time or when it got called because it it could have it should have gone towards him even if it was still a split. I thought I thought he did enough to to take it. Mm-hmm. Can't leave it to the judges. I mean, they say that all the time, but it is so true. I'm trying to think. I don't even think. I don't think he got. He didn't get knocked down. I mean, kind of. It was like a slip, if anything, but. Friviola got hit with this flying knee. I mean, it was one of the cleanest flying knees that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And it, it snapped. He got his head snapped back, but he didn't go down. Yeah. He, he's a tough son of a bitch, dude, like to take that knee. But he, I just don't see how he got the win. Like You, yeah. have, to, you have to go back and watch it. And it's just, you let me know what you think. I still think yeah. Payne got it. Yeah, I'm going to go watch. I'll probably watch it when we wrap up here in a minute. I'll watch it tonight to see. But then you got... Um, my boy from Bama, Eric Anders, the decisionator. <laughs> Versus Gerald Mirchat. For real, though. Uh, Eric Anders, I love that guy. And I love his story coming from football. He hasn't been training a whole, you know, very long. He can mix it up with anybody. Nobody's just flat out murked him ever since he's played, since he's fought. Man, dude. He needs some knockout power or something. Like it's, it just it makes me yawn, and I hate to say that. I know he's very skilled, but damn. The way that he talked at the end, uh, it it was interesting to see how he said that the other guy that you know that Gerald, uh, could didn't allow allow him to enter implement his game plan, but yet Gerald stood right in front of him. Like he was eating shots. There was no head movement on his side. No real feints, no nothing. You're not faking. It was just sitting there, press forward, and eat shots. And I think that, um, fuck, Jesus Christ, there's fucking blank on his name. Anders could have done a lot more to him. I mean, he won. I don't think. I don't think it was a split decision. I think. I think he won. But I think he, he could have used to finish him. He could have done more with the guy that he had because he just again stood stood there right in front of him. Like he could have fed that jab to him a lot more than what he did. Yeah, I almost feel like the UFC is paying him back for where he got robbed in the fight with Machida uh, because Eric Anders beat Machida's ass and they gave the they gave the fight to uh, 
to Machida over in uh, Brazil. Oh. And uh, it was blatant. And so maybe they're just giving him a, a wanting to give him a fight that he could win. But I don't know. I want to see him be able to finish some people. That's all I want. I mean, he's clearly tough and willing to fight anybody. Um, he came in and was fighting the best of the best pretty quickly with fighting uh, Machida. So we'll see. Who is Machida? Is Machida fighting somebody soon, or did he just fight in Bellator? He, I think he just fought in Bellator and won. That's right. Who did he fought? It was a pretty big. Uh, I'll tell you in one second. Um, it's gonna piss me off because I should know. Oh, did I delete that card already? Oh no! Did he? He fought. Uh, no, he lost to um, Gay Garden. Musashi. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Musashi is one of the best in the world, so that makes sense. But yeah, so Eric hadn't. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> so I don't know what the future, what they're going to do with him. I mean, he's a great filler in uh, guy that's going to give you a good, uh, good fight every time. But I don't know. Now, I'm looking forward to UFC Boston. It's a free fight, right? Yep. ESPN. Yeah. I believe it's on ESPN or ESPN2. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I want to. I've got questions around Wyman. I, I want to see him do well and be healthy. So. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Once you start getting injuries or a lot of injuries back-to-back, maybe it's time to not. And he's got like five kids. That guy's got a bunch of kids, a big, beautiful family. So I definitely don't want to see him uh, overworked. And he's a good-looking – he's a perfect guy to transition into working at the UFC or getting into, uh, you know, commentating or something. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to see too long, but we'll see at 205. What do you think of the uh, the commentating with Bisping and his partner? I like Bisping, actually. I think, uh, honestly, probably if I'm looking at it, if I'm forecasting, I think he'll be the one that replaces Rogan when Rogan steps away officially. I actually like Bisping because he keeps – because he's English – some of the shit he says is very tongue in cheek. And mm-hmm. uh, so it sounds funny. So there's some funniness in there where like Dominic Cruz is just such an analytical commentator. Like he knows his shit really well, but it's kind of boring. This, it'd be Bisping between Bisping and uh, DC for me. I love both those guys. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it's on the ESPN two. Oh, cool. So, Beautiful. If I was not going away that weekend, I would have tried to get tickets. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. That'd be a good one to go to. I've never been to a live UFC fight. For real? I've been to two of them. Would have been three, but I was in Pennsylvania when they came to Boston. uh, I think the time when Connor was here in Boston, I was in Pennsylvania. But I saw BJ Penn, Frankie Edgar 2, where Edgar beat the shit out of BJ Penn again. Yes. <laughs> and I saw when uh, Dominic Cruz got his belt back from TJ Dillashaw. Damn. That's what's up. Yeah. And I'd love, man, I would have loved to have been at that Boston card with Connor. It was just Irish to the tits in yeah. Boston. I remember watching it on TV. It was like Ireland just invaded 
Boston. The Southies. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'll come back Sunday after I'm done putting shit away. I'm going camping with uh, it's me and nine other guys out on some island that we row out off season where it's nice and cold and uh, windy and dangerous, very minimalist camping. Sweet, brother. That's, um, that's the way to do it. Man shit. Yeah. See how you uh, stack up with uh, Mother Nature, goddamn. Hell yeah. Fourth year going. Test yourself a little bit. Get out there in the cold. Uncle Randy likes the cold. I'm tired of this heat. I'm happy that it's starting to cool <laughs> off in Georgia. It's been fucking... We've had more 90-plus days of temperature than ever. Damn. Down here. I can't stand it. I'm ready to move. Hey. Up north is always nice. Yeah. Well, shit, brother. This was awesome. I'll, uh, we'll touch, I'm, I'm sure we'll touch base, make our picks and put them out there. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Instagram. What I'm about to do, uh, I was looking at it uh, today. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and get this uh, StreamYard uh, subscription where we can multi-stream. Oh, yeah? So we'll be able to stream going forward on this channel, your AnyPod channel if we want, the Married AF channel, the Inner Circle channel, the Civilized Creature channel. Instagram, Twitter, all at the same time. Oh hell yeah, sir, dude, dope. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a monthly thing, but I think we need to do that to get it out there. I mean, I'm going to do it for Married AF, of course, too. But uh, being able to sometimes just picking one, it's so hard because you don't know which uh, you know which avenue to go. Because fucking sometimes it's Facebook is hot and it does better and. So I'm ready to put them. We'll put them out on all these motherfuckers. And we'll see how it goes. Hell yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely a hard to uh, a hard decision of which one to use. I like Facebook because you get those randoms from you know somebody scrolling through. Where I don't think you get that as much on YouTube unless you're trending or you know something yeah. like that. But YouTube is still more people have YouTube than Facebook because of whatever people's issues with Facebook are. Yeah, they will. Uh, I mean, YouTube eventually over time will get more views too. You know, like it'll build. Mm-hmm. Facebook, you can get a good uh, group live. So let's say fuck it. We'll get all of them. We'll put them out on every fucking one we have uh, access to and uh, we'll go from there, brother. Hell yeah. Uh, listen, at Throwing Smoke on Twitter, follow us there. Send in your questions. You can hit them the DMs. You could send it to throwing smoke MMA at gmail.com. You could go to Merit AF and ask Randy any question. You can go to any podcast, ask me any question. Hit up us in the chat when we're live. Yeah, and if you got questions, you're hitting up some of your uh, your favorite fighters and shit, and you got questions uh, that relate to them, shit, tag them in the post. Um, and we'll we'll talk about it and address the questions, and uh, you know, see if we can get them to uh, chime in on our commentary. But yeah, do it. Hit us up. All the questions that you got, we're happy to answer them. Oh yeah, man, it's been fun again. All right, brother, man. Well, uh, have fun on your uh, trip and be safe. Goddamn. I will. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, I'll uh, I'll holler at you, and we'll get. Uh, it's gonna be two weeks. We're gonna wait two weeks and do the next one. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we'll. Uh... I'll have a better idea of my scheduling going forward. Beautiful. All right. All right, brother. We'll see you all later. All right. All right. We are off. Fancy.